Yeah. Yeah. They were doing the, the little burn the nerves or something. Yeah, that's when somebody told me and Roger who was going to jail. Oh, me and Terry. Somebody told me and Terry we were going to go to jail. Not only that, not only that, they called, they called, and they eat
Not, not thing. That's why he tells them to look and eat. It's one thing. We'll get to it. It's, it's not necessarily wheat. Right. You'll, you'll get it when I say it. I, I, I think you... I, I think I know where you are. I have yeah. 23. Right. Uh, uh, I know, you're, you know, about people hearing it in their own language. Yeah. Right. Right. But but that's kind of subjective. So right. That's, uh, yeah. Right. Uh, but just to interject one thing, and you said you, you read it. The seed I have told you ahead of time. This is steeped in some sort of some sort of um, who is God and who is not. I mean, only God can foretell prophecies like these. These two things are future, and only God can can speak these things. Stop for a minute and think about Thomas. Thomas said, "I will not." believe it until I can put my hand in his side and feel the nail prints in his hand. He's being told right here, don't believe it, that there's the Messiah and there's the Messiah. So it brings to light what Thomas is charged with here. Don't call out the Messiah until you know. Because there's going to be a lot of this going on. So Thomas looks a little foolish except in this life here. He's been told in the future when Jesus is gone. Don't say there's Christ. Oh, here's Christ. You're just too too easy. Don't let it fall off your tongue too easy. So Thomas is looking pretty good right there for the moment. And, and so prophecy, you know, I, I just had to think of those thoughts that you know I've been I've been seeing a lot of this. The very elect. Who is the elect? That's the absolute. Yeah, you said it last time. It's not the church. And you said it this time. It's not the church. It's the people who come to Christ during. Will come believe. I actually believe that in the kingdom, because there's a lot of things here that in his final days are not the same. As when the Christians are telling the gospel message, they're not. It's not the same. It, and I'm not sure I know just exactly. It is. God hasn't changed. God has never changes. But the message here is the dreadful day of the Lord is on them. Now God. Now God four. So now this time of the dreadful day of the Lord. This is like the days of Noah. It's, it's a different climate, but nonetheless, steeped in this is what Jesus is telling all of us now what the end time is going to look like. Yeah. He said, they're going to teach you and show you things. You know, don't believe it. Don't go out there. You know, Luke said that in 1723, Christ said, do not follow those who want you to look they want you to look. They want you because they can get your head to turn. You know that's one thing. But if they can get your shoulder to turn, your whole body's gonna fall. The whole body's gonna fall. And so that's what I'm gonna look. Don't listen to it. Don't believe it. I'm gonna call you up. And the ones that are here on earth, when I come, that's the end. With all the other everybody else and the army that's gonna fight or whatever. Uh, we're gonna see. But what back? We're not gonna be down here looking at the country. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so anyway, we go on to uh, it goes into the second coming in verse twenty seven. Uh, whereas the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west. Uh, so also will coming of some man be for uh, whatever uh, the carcass is, or wherever the carcass is, uh, there are eagles. Uh, there the eagles will be gathered together. Uh, immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, 
and the moon will not give its light. The stars will fall from the heaven, and the power and the power uh, of the heaven will be shaken. Then a sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power of with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with great with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Think about that. He's going to come. What does it tell us in the first letter? The shout of the archangel? The trumpet's going to sound and the shout of the archangel? The trumpet. Right. And, and Jesus said that the lightning comes from the east. And, and, and Jesus said the lightning flashes to the west. I don't know if y'all heard, you know, uh, Last week there was a bolt of lightning that flashed and it covered three states. It was the largest one ever on record. It covered Texas, uh, Louisiana, and Mississippi. 700 and some miles, I think it <laughs> You never heard that flash of thunder, I can tell you that. You know, it, 700, it, they had a satellite picture. The, and he is going to flash from the east to the west. It's going to be a bolt of light that's going to circumvent the world. And for those flatter, they're going to watch it go by and come back again. Um, I, I, I can't go with that. Anyway, uh, he said there's going to be a, uh, and it's coming very suddenly. Yeah. I mean, think about it. The lightning, when it strikes, it's sudden. And he's coming quicker than that. Well, the question came up in my discussion. Right. Is this the sign of the Son of Man the same as the Son of Man? The sign. And he's giving metaphorical descriptions of it here immediately after the distress in those days. But the sun goes dark. It, it's interesting. Things are going dark. Light is no longer around. And the earth and the heavenly bodies are shaking. And yet, they will see. In fact, everyone will see. Everyone. Isn't that way that, way you see it? That, that the Son of Man will appear in the sky. So is that sign a sign of burning cross? Is that sign going? No, I'm not trying to be difficult or unhuman. He's a sign. Jesus said that that's the way the coming of the Son of Man will be. They will see the Son of Man coming with great power. All the tribes on earth will see the coming of the Son of Man. Every eye will see Christ when He comes in the cloud. Christ will then stand on the earth. Stand on the earth on the Mount of Olives. I think that's in Revelation. Is that right? What's the rock? Yeah. 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 So here, we kind of left with uh, a situation where the, there's no question in the disciples' minds there. They, they've read this, the scriptures surrounding this all too often. They know that the Messiah will come. In fact, this is steeped in the dreadful day of the Lord, the, the judgment day, the, the time when Jesus is coming back and, and He'll warn us later the good and the bad. Remember earlier in Matthew, He's already trained them and taught them that the tares and the wheat will be separated at the judgment day, at the when is this day going to come? And he's telling them, see, I told you ahead of time. Because I know. And, and he's no question about it. The trumpet will sound and the four winds, the four winds are on earth. The elect are gathered by the four winds and brought, and brought 
The elect. Who is elect here? It's not the church. I'm going to let you answer. No, it's not the church. The elect is not the church. The elect are those who really have come to Christ during because they're grim. Yes, they're Jews. They're what? It's going to be the Jews. Yeah, it's going to be largely the Jews. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure it'll be so good. But, you know, uh, yeah. but it's going to be hard. It ain't like it is today. Today, you, you, it's pretty easy. It's going to be hard because you're going to be tormented. I mean, you get thrown by whatever it is that that, that crazy-looking scorpion thing that you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, you get stung by that and you ain't gonna die, but it's gonna be hard for you to, you know, uh, concentrate. Huh? Concentrate. Yeah, we are concentrated, really. Uh, uh, but it says here, you know, it says, uh, Jesus said that this will happen where the carpet is. So, you know, Christ will have an army, an army of heaven, and, and following him. That's in Revelation 19 14. You know, it's coming. And then Jesus said that. Where the eagles will be gathered, Christ will give the birds of, or, of heaven a fish. And that's in Revelation 19 and 17 18. What's going to happen is there's going to be such a carnage that these eagles are just. Have you, have you ever watched that uh, Alaskan stuff in the cold and, and you see them fishing and, and the salmon running and all them eagles and bears and, you know. That's just over sound. What do you think when you got all them body laying horses and animals and eagles and the mother are going to have a ball? Well, he said they're going to have a feet. They're going to have a feet. So you'll be able to see Jesus. Right. The trumpet will sound and you'll be able to hear Jesus. And these carcasses are going to be rotting and you'll be able to smell them. There's no excuse here. No. You will know that the ultimate has happened. You'll be feeling the heavens shaking, the earth shaking. Everything that you can imagine goes wrong at the same time and the same place. And you have no doubt and no question but that this is an earth shattering event. We'll back unlike any other. we we'll back up a little bit. Uh, so there will be signs in the heavens, 24, 29. Uh, the signs will come immediately after the tribulation. Uh, the times of the Gentiles will be fulfilled. The nation of Israel will finally recognize Christ. The signs will include the sun being dark. The sun will become dark. The signs will include the moon not giving its light. Uh, there will be uh, signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars. Think about this. Why does the moon have light today? It's reflecting the sun. If the sun's not shining, there's no light to reflect. The moon won't be seen either. Um, the signs will include the stars falling from heaven. The stars of heaven will fall. That's what we They're going to fall. Can you imagine? The stars from heaven falling and cracking the earth. The signs will include the power of the heavens being shaken. It's going to shake the planet. It's going to shake the solar system. It's going to shake the universe. I mean, the power of the heavens are going to be shaken. You know, the reason that there's symmetry and the reason that there's not chaos in, the, in all of creation is because it's in its hands. And he might do so for a little bit. But it's his plan. Chaos is going to ensue. Um, there will be a response on earth in, in verse 30. And Jesus said that the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven. The Son of Man will come in the clouds of heaven. That's in Daniel 7 13. The Son of Man will come to judge all those in repay. Revelation 19 11 21. He's going to govern, he's going to execute judgment. Jesus said that all the tribes of earth will mourn. The tribes will mourn as one mourn for his only son. That's going to be a great morning. There's going to be heartache like people have never seen before. Jesus said people will see the Son of Man coming in the cloud. The people will see the Son of Man coming in the cloud. 
And he's coming in his glory. It ain't going to be like when he was here before. You're going to see the kind of glory of God coming through the cloud. I don't know what that looks like. But I can imagine how fearful I would be knowing what I know now and being here on earth. I would be scared to death. Um, and he talks to some of those people in the attitudes. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Mm-hmm. So some of the people, the remnant, will be comforted. Some of those people will be servants, quote unquote. Christ will come with great power. Some man will come with great power. Think about it. He spoke all of this into existence. He created man from the dirt. He breathed life into him. He created woman from man. All the animals, all the trees. And they were not babies waiting. They were full grown. Intelligent. Adam had a language. He wasn't born mute. And don't he was born with a language. Oh wow, well, how would he have named all the animals? Christ will come with great glory. Not only in power, but glory. There will be the gathering of the elect. Jesus said the Son of Man will send out his angels. Christ will send out his angels. Jesus said the Son of Man will come with a great sound of a trumpet. Jesus said the angels will gather together the elect. The angels will gather together the elect. Think about this. You remember back when he said, you know, there'll be some in the field, some will be left, some will be taken. There'll be some on the rooftop, some will be left, some will be taken. Some will be fractured, some will be left, some will be taken. That's the elect during the tribulation. That's not us. We're going to all get a twinkle in our eyes. It's going to be the most talked about event in history until the tribulation. When all these people disappear, they ain't going to be able to explain. And somebody's going to explain. Somebody's going to be left behind. They're going to explain. None of them believe. None of them And so he's going to. Gather together his elect. Jesus said the elect will be gathered from the four winds. The elect will be gathered from the four winds of heaven. So no matter where they are, no matter where they are, if they are anywhere on the earth, they're going to get them. If they are on a space station somewhere, because he said from the four winds of heaven, it's going to get the elect. If there's somebody on Mars at that time, and they believe, and they're they're getting they're getting part of the flat. It's going to get them. And uh, and so you know they're all coming. And Jesus said the elect will be gathered from one end of heaven to the other. So there's nowhere in creation that an elect can be where they won't be gathered. Said from the farthest part of heaven. Amazing. So evidently, man sets in the victory way out in the state. By this, I would think, by what they're talking about. Um, and so they can't go. They can't you know, it's like it's like there's nowhere on earth you can go. Um, where you can escape the presence of the Lord. Nowhere. And I tried to explain that to some people one time, you know. It's a work of God when those guys flew those planes into the twin towers. I think he was in the plane. He was in the twin towers. There's nowhere he's not. Nowhere. All the bad things that happened in his world, he was there. All the great things that happened in his world, he was there. All the everyday we take for granted things, he is there. Nowhere. Nowhere is he not. Nowhere. And the sign that the disciples asked for, and and I'm I'm gonna just 
talk about the sign rule, and I know it's Jesus himself. It can't be anything other than that. But you remember the Sadducees and the Pharisees who asked for a sign, and he said, None will be given you wicked and evil and adulterous generation. Now the disciples asked, and he said that twice, by the way, Matthew 12, 39, and 16, 4. He said that twice. None will be given you. Now he's got Jewish disciples here asking the same question. And so when you sit down and you think about it, the only difference I can come up with is that the disciples believed Pharisees and Sadducees didn't. And so he does a very um, loving, hand-gathering thing here with multiple, multiple things. He said so much here. And here's some of the signs that just popped up into the thoughts of some of the people writing some of the notes on this. And this, this is related to, in particular, um, Barbieri and Matthew's comment, uh, uh, his, his comments on Matthew. It may be well related to the Shekinah glory of God, which left the temple. Now the Shekinah glory of God is coming back. Only with judgment here. The heavenly city of the New Jerusalem, which you mentioned, suspended over the earthly city of Jerusalem, possibly, during, and will be there during the millennium, Revelation 21, 2-3. And a magnificent display of lightning, just like Jerry mentioned. This lightning is is he's mentioned it by name. A magnificent display, completely different than what you'd say, well, that was just lightning. The Lord Jesus Himself, probably the quintessential situation and sign in itself. Maybe even Jesus' angels gather, gathering the elect in those days, those becoming believers during the seventieth week of Daniel from the four winds with power and great glory, Mark 13.27 picks this up. These are those scattered probably because of persecution, Matthew 24.16. It may involve Old Testament saints whose resurrection occurs at this time. So they may share in the Messiah's kingdom. And that's in Daniel 12. 2 to 3, and then also verse 13. So there's a lot of thoughts that, that bring the scriptures together here, not that they're all perfectly puzzled together or integrated together, they're, but they're thoughts that have come up during this time that various people have believed are there also. But the center of this is the Lord Jesus Himself is it. Because it's the dreadful day of the Lord. Jesus is the Lord. He is what they call Jacob. Uh, Jacob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and then he goes on, you know, that to be, you know, necessary, the necessity of preparedness, you know, for his coming. And he starts uh, with the parable of the fig tree. He says, Now learn this parable, which is in verse 32. Uh, from the fig tree, when its branch was already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know the summer is near. So you also, uh, so you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near at the door. Assuredly, I say to you, this, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. So, he's given us the illustration of the picture. You know, you know when it, like us here, you know when the dogwoods bloom, you know when the peaches start blooming, uh, you know when uh, the pine, the pine yellow season we have spring is here. You know, and you know that what's going to happen in warmer days. But when you see these signs that he's talking about, think about the picture. It's at the door. 
that they're fat and gold. And uh, know that it's there. And assuredly I say to you that this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. He's talking about the generation of the Gentiles. It's an extended generation. It's not just that particular 70 years of human life. It is the, the, the Gentile generation, the church age, or whatever how you want to call it. Um, and then once all of it, once that happens, uh, heaven and earth may pass away, but my words will not. What have we been told about the word of God? There's not you know, if you don't add to it, you don't take away. Also, the word of God will survive its power. Nothing can destroy it. Think about this. Do you think that the word of God could be destroyed over the last two thousand and some years that would have destroyed this book? It survived. It's still the number one selling book in the world. And it will be after yeah. heaven and earth is gone. Yeah. It will still be there. Yeah. I mean, we probably have it memorized in our head. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I can't get it now and then. It bugs me. <laughs> but, you know, in the light of this, sorry, I didn't mean to take okay. around. Oh, you're good. You're good. In, in this uh, picture here, God has promised. Jewish nation of Israel in Genesis 12, 1-3. And they will be the blessing. Through them will be blessed. And God is the blessing. Jesus is the blessing. And, and this is something he's not going back on. The devil will try to destroy this. And the, I threw some figures together just to to give you an idea of what's going on in the nation of Israel, if I can find it. But Israel is a nation, I found it, 14 point some million people throughout the, throughout the world are out of the Israelites. I don't have it exactly here, but back in September 20, uh, 2021, here it is. It was an estimated Jewish population of in Israel 6.8 million and worldwide 15.2 million. So they're 45% roughly back in their country. So this nation is blooming. This is the fig tree blooming. This is the fig tree coming to life. This nation you couldn't plant. I mean, Mark Twain said back when he visited that it was the most dreadful place. Nothing grew. It was all the rocks and junk and everything else. It was depressing. And left with that statement. And they turned it into, actually you can look at it, from Google Earth, and you can see this green patch, which is Israel, and the rest is devoid of any green right around it. You can actually see it, and Israel's blooming. And so God is actually the one bringing them back from all these countries that are coming in poor, that are coming in um, because they want to be there for some reason. They don't know why, but they're attracted to this. Israel. Uh, I said had a GDP of fourth in the world. It's not that. I think it's the fourth fastest growing GDP. And it's about 30th GDP. So, so nation is, the nation of Israel, the smallest of all countries, is growing and is prospering. And like I said, they pull water out of the air. Their idea of pulling gold out of the Dead Sea by counterflow measures. They have oil from Zion Oil as producing gas for Syria, for uh, Egypt, and for Lebanon. These folks have made some peaceful treaties now. And 
And we're living in that day. This is not completely fulfilled here. It's starting to show us that the leaves are coming out on the tree. Some, some are coming. Some are coming. You know, uh, and that's what it is. The fig tree tells you when summer is near. You know, in, in the Mediterranean area, in that area, when the fig tree, the leaves come on, summer is near. Uh, you know, uh, Jesus said it's also true about the coming of the sun man. Christ said, these signs also reveal when the coming is near. So you start seeing all these things happen, and things are going well, and all the, you know, uh, I can tell you I get from a guess, I don't know, I just have this feeling. When you start seeing the temple being rebuilt, you're pack your bag, you get ready to leave. Um, so it won't be long. It has to be built and it has to be sanctified and all that, you know. They've already they've already got the ornament. All the utensils for that. Um, they probably could be on they probably got all the materials ready. Um, all the gold and all the and they probably been making these things since there was a nation there. And uh, I used to know the sacrifice of the red pepper yeah. and the um, purple purple yarn or whatever it is and the this uh, Anyway, in that process of making the Jewish um, water, holy water, remember that was made back when they were in the desert. For 40 years, they would wander in the desert. And I calculated at one time there's something like somewhere between 20 and 70 people dying a day. And they had to have a handy way to cleanse the, to take this red heifer water, shake it on the unclean to make it clean again. And so they believed that way. And so they had this red heifer, holy water, for a long, long time. Of course, the, it was destroyed, I think, in the second temple destruction. But anyway, the red heifer has been something you search for. And they found one in America one time. They found one somewhere else. But anyway, it has to have no more than three uh, un unread hairs on it. In other words, the hair can has to be all red. And it has to be a perfect animal. And it has to have certain colored hooks. It's got to be symmetrical. And symmetrical, no, no problems, no broken bones, no... Uh, it has to be... And there was a story when they had that red heifer back in the time when Jesus was crucified and afterwards that I don't know if this is a scriptural story, the heifer laid down and had gave birth to a lamb and and it just totally it was not supposed to have any any chance of giving birth and that came out of one of the documented uh, mission or one of the Jewish writings and I think Josephus brought it up too, as I recall. And so, so that was the last time. It was it was totally destroyed that concept, and now it's being resurrected again. And when they, at a point of peace, and they put together their nation, and they are given all the the green lights, so to speak, of being in charge of their nation and being at that pinnacle when the Antichrist comes in and deceives them and tells them that has them signed away their their souls, so to speak, for this peace. And then the abomination of desolation. Correct. Yeah. 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 Not the other. Yeah, no, but I agree. Christ said that uh, that this generation uh, will not pass before it has come. And, and that generation is the generation that sees those signs. Because he's talking in the future. Obviously, we know that it wasn't that generation at the time of Christ's uh, crucifixion and resurrection and ascension. 
because none of this happened. None of what he's talking about has happened. Uh, and, uh, and so Jesus said that that generation would see all of these things take place. The entire tribulation for the last seven years. And of course, we, we know that. And Jesus said that heaven will will pass away. And Peter wrote of this fact also in 2 Peter 3, uh, 10 and 13. He, he talked about it, about that passing away. Uh, and Jesus said that the earth will pass away. The earth and its work will be burned up. Same thing, 2 Peter 3, 10. Uh, you know, my grandmother used to tell us, she said, you don't have to worry about the earth being flooded again the next time that we destroyed by fire. And what do we have right here? It will be burned up. You know, uh, Jesus said that his words will not pass away. Words of Christ will by no means pass away. They're not going They're eternal. The words of Christ are eternal. Christ said that uh, no one knows the time of coming, so we're going to get up in the verse 36 here. It says, the illustration of the day is known. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in the day before the flood, they were all eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came, and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Two women will be uh, grinding at the, at the mill. One will be taken, and the other left. Watch, therefore, for you do not know that the hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that it is... Uh, Know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Think about it. He's coming at an hour you do not expect. Uh, That's the clue. That's the clue. Jesus said, no one knows the hour. The day of the coming of man, of the Son of Man, time will not be revealed in advance to anyone. It had, we know what's happening. We know what's coming. coming, And He tells us to be prepared. We should get up looking at the We should be expecting Christ to come every day. Amen. That's what we should do. That's where our life is. We should get up every day and expect Christ to come. When we go to sleep at night, Lord, I'm going to sleep. Bless me while I sleep. If you come during the night, I'm ready. Thank you. Amen. You know, it's going to come when everyone is going to see it. Everyone. And no one will be expecting it. That's exactly right. No one will be expecting it. And Jesus said, no one knows the hour of the coming. Jesus said that not even the angels know that time. Angels desire to look into many things. First uh, Peter 1 12. Christ is much greater than the angels. And he reported. And he says he doesn't know only the Father. Jesus said, only his Father knows that time. Jesus only revealed what the Father wanted him to reveal. He only revealed what the Father wanted him to reveal. What did he tell John when he had write this back? And then he said, seal this up. And so Jesus showed John in the book of Revelation, the revelation of Jesus Christ, what coming, what we can expect, what's going to happen. And, uh, and so... Uh, that's where we're. That's where we're at. That you know, uh, he said in the days of Noah. Christ said that the day will be like the days of Noah. The days of Noah will be like a time when the Son of Man comes. Uh, the thoughts of men were evil continually in that day. What's happening today? What's happening today? 
The days of Noah describe those days before the flood. The days of Noah were a time when people were eating and drinking. The days of Noah were a time when people were marrying. Uh, many men chose wives based on their beauty. What happened today? Yeah. Uh, and ladies the in their mates the same way. Uh, the days of Noah lasted until the time he entered the ark. The Lord shot Noah, or the Lord shut Noah in when the time of judgment came. You shut him in. He was in that ark. Nothing was going to destroy it. When Christ calls his church out, and we're with him, and then he sends his angels to the four winds of heaven to get the elect when they're gathered together nothing's going to drag them out it's going to be terrible if you're here and you have to go through this it's going to be terrible about you can imagine it Jesus said it's going to be hell on earth like never has been from the beginning of the earth. There's some terrible things happening on this earth. And those pale in comparison to what this is going to be like. There's correlations to that that I saw in Genesis 6. Uh, The first one is immediate. They died in the flood immediately. It, It was swift. And it happened all at once. And so the second one uh, was, as in the days of Noah, uh, you know, no one was listening. No one was believing. No one was caring. And, and, and in six, this is interesting. This is a dreadful day of the Lord here, and it says, The Lord saw how great man's wickedness was, and his thoughts and his heart were evil all the time. The Lord was grieved. So this is a time the Lord's going to be grieved also. He's going to be grieved uh, that he made man. It says, I will wipe mankind whom I have created from the face of the earth. Men and animals and creatures that move along the ground and the birds of the air. For I am grieved that I have made them, but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And his promise to the Jewish people in the apple of his eye is going to be right there. And they are going to be who he turns to. The days of Noah. It, it wasn't lost to the disciples when he said, as in the days of Noah. They would have known that story all too well. And they would have said, whoa. The Lord almost wiped. What, what are they going to do? They're expecting the end of the age to be walking into the kingdom of God and that Jesus is here. Expect, and that's what we should expect. In the millennial reign, we should expect the same thing. But we will be gone. During this time, only a few people are going to be understanding this and saying, the people will call them prepared. And Noah, he was a preacher of righteousness. He preached to these folk for 120 some odd years. And no one accepted it. They thought he was a lunatic. It was a big trip. Yeah, he was that thing in the middle. It was close to but it wasn't that close. And then he's never rained before. What are you talking about flood? Just think about when the drops started falling. Can you imagine being on the inside of that boat and hearing cracking on the outside? You imagine those people running for high ground and the water rising. Not only are they running for high ground, the eagles, all the predators, the lions, the tigers, and the bears, and everything else. You know, everybody's trying to get to high ground. 
When they get up there, they got to be hungry. It was, it was terrible. It was terrible. If you didn't drown, you got ate. And then you got all the you got all the animals in the ocean. You know, he didn't mention any of them. The whales and the sharks and all that, you know, they ate. The alligators and they ate. So they could have gone fishing, except that they only had two worms. So they didn't. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I, 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 that's great. That's great. I'm not
the guy that did some math as a mathematician, the the odds of all of that happening up to his ascension was astronomical. I mean, it's like one. It didn't have a name for the number that was out there. The number of three, you know, the three zeros or whatever it was. Uh, of any of all of that happened, and so it happened. And now you can trust on what's going to happen. Uh, and so from the generation of Christ forward, we talk about the coming of the Son of Man. And my grandma told me she heard the return of the Son of Man her whole life. And the possibility of hell and judgment. She says, I still don't know when he's coming, but I'm ready. Still don't know when he's coming, but I'm ready. My mother-in-law was the same way. Same way. That'd be great. Well, we have to look at this too. As far as dying, you know, uh, we need to be ready. Right. You know, we need to. Our hearts need to be in, with Jesus or Christ, right. and and be fulfilled with His His um, words right. know, in order for you know for Him to for us to be in heaven with Him. You know, I mean, not just be ready for when He's coming, but be ready. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. We have to be ready. Yeah. Yeah. Have to be ready. And it's our job to make sure that our brothers and sisters are ready. Amen. That's jumping ahead a little bit. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, because this is part of the application. Who then is the faithful? I'm going to do it in the NIV. But we're going to have to. We, we, are we over? Yeah. <laughs> Let me just finish this. Okay, you do this. Then who is the faithful and wise servant whom the master has put in charge? of the servants in his household to give them their food at the proper time. It will be good for that servant whose master finds him doing so when he returns. I'll stop there, but the, the point is here is the caring for each other, the caring for the church, the caring for the, the members. Now, we have to say that kind of lands in the business of discipleship. You will be known as his disciples for your love for one another. And that is evangelistic in nature. If we don't if we're bickering out down here over little things uh, amongst the brethren, sisters too, we we lost the point here. The point is that's an evangelism right there. Because maybe you don't think people see that, but when they do see that. That in this day and age, where no one cares about anybody, is absolutely intoxicating in the, in the good part of that word for people to want to have that, to be a part of that, and to to be a part of the family of Christ. And, and it's this church right here is the biggest hell secret in Moore County, and probably in North Carolina, as far as that goes. I mean, because we have that. And that's that's a good thing. And and what we work on it. I'm sure there's pieces of it I don't get right. But there's times when I say the application here, which I don't usually jump on, but this is just the whole thing. Be ready. It's like Miss Diane said, be ready. And be ready all the time and, and with a with a grace, with a a love for it and a love for his return. One last piece. And that's the piece that I was going to say. One last piece. Uh, at the end of this, if I can find it, um, it was a situation where twenty-three thirty-nine, I think it was. The church has been raptured, and the individual believers will be present besides Israel. And so they may say the words, Baruch Haba Vashem Adonai, which is, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That's only five words, but it, it says the same thing. Baruch Haba Vashem Adonai. Jesus says, 
I will come. I will not come again until I hear these words. So that is another clue. That we may hear the Jewish people say that in unison sometime. Boy, we better be ready. Any questions, any comments? Father God, we thank you for this church and for each member in this church and for all the family and all those that are watching and looking on and saying um, that uh, they need Jesus. And so we thank you. We lift all the prayer requests up uh, tonight that we've had to you. We ask you to keep us safe. Bring us back to it again with joy in our heart for your word and for the meeting of the president. We thank you and we love you and we ask all this in Christ our